Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates, like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com people today. For 11 a.m. The 11 to 1 show. Do you need a little boost? Well, if your mood is low, perhaps you should talk to a stranger. Interesting details of a study on the way right after ABBA on 11 to 1. ABBA, SOS on LMFM's 11 to 1. How are we getting on this Thursday morning? Hope you're keeping well. You can get in touch 086 1800 658. Now, if you are a little bit sort of low in mood and you need a little boost well this might help because new research has found that talking to a stranger improves your mood now look at we were all warned as kids weren't we don't be talking to strangers don't be associating with them we're not really sort of talking about that right what we're talking about is you know if you happen to be I don't know waiting on a bus or standing in line somewhere and there's someone in front of you and you feel that opportunity that a conversation might spark up just go for it what is holding you back there, you know? Because sometimes we're just a bit sort of wrapped up in our own little worlds, aren't we? We could be on our phones, we could be listening to music when we're in those scenarios and we're not really paying attention to the people around us. Well, new research has found speaking to somebody you don't know improves your mood more than screen time. Haha. <laughs> or sitting quietly on your own. Now, look what I love. I love a good sit on my own. Sometimes I don't get that very often. In a busy house, you know, you kind of go, everybody just leave. I need to... <laughs> sit on my own that is nice I'm all for that but this is going to improve your mood even better okay a team from the University of Georgia says even if a chat boosted people's mood more they still thought that they would get more pleasure by scrolling on their phone not true talking to somebody you know having that um, that human connection I'll tell you I did this recently I spoke to a stranger right so I was going to Dublin and I had to get the Lewis and it was the other line on the Lewis that I haven't really gotten on before and I wasn't sure what I was at and I was kind of a bit distracted looking around. And this lovely lady from Canada started chatting. She was just chatting and I was looking going, I'm, I need to figure out I'm on the right line. What's going on here? So it was a little bit of that flustered moment. But she was, uh, she from Canada was well versed on how to use the Lewis and she was well able to tell me. But Had I sort of brushed by that scenario, I wouldn't have learned, right, that first of all, she was a lovely woman, like really kind of salt of the earth, just lovely, lovely person. She was visiting Ireland for the first time. She was heading off to Galway. She was staying in Dublin, though, and she was uh, staying in the Gibson, I think, but she was heading off to Galway later that week. And uh, she told me that her husband died about a year or so ago and it was their sort of bucket list thing to go and visit Ireland but he had never gotten to to go so she was sort of 
honouring this wish. Now, I never would have known that fantastic story. Sad story, but, you know, lovely that she was going off to do this. And she had, I don't, I don't know if she was completely solo, but she obviously was without him. But I don't know if she had somebody waiting for her in the hotel or whatever. But she was on this journey to explore Ireland. And this was one of the things that they always wanted to do. And I have to say, that was a couple of weeks ago now at this stage. And I still kind of think of her and wonder, God, where did she go off to now? Did she go off to Galway or whatever? And it did boost my mood because I was a little bit nervous before um, an event I had to do. And she just kind of made me very zen and, and chilled beforehand. So there you go. It definitely did. It definitely did boost my mood. So I'm wondering, are you that sort of person that will strike up a conversation with somebody like just randomly in the supermarket in an aisle you know maybe if you're looking for something and you ask them oh where is such and such and then you get chatting about something or other or perhaps in a queue for something you know would you be a person that's like oh god awful weather we're having isn't it or whatever it might be are you that person would you sort of Go there. Would you Would you strike up a conversation with a stranger? I want to know today. 086-1800-658. Train drops of Jupiter. Uh, it's a case of, I don't know, trains and buses and all that sort of thing where people strike up conversations with strangers. Do keep those coming in, getting to some of your messages very shortly. And I've got music from Jazzy on the way. The 11 to 1 show. Yeah, we're talking about talking to a stranger because apparently it boosts your mood. That's according to the team from University of Georgia. They studied this and I'm asking, have you ever struck up a conversation with a stranger? They're coming in on 086-1800-658. This is Claire. Have to admit, about a month or so ago, I forgot my book whilst heading off on my weekly commute by train to visit my mother. Oh, there's nothing worse than that. I forgot my book last night when I was uh, supposed to be watching my son run around a track and I thought, ah, a book would be good, you know, in this situation. But anyway, uh, and uh, was at a loose end and had a really nice chat, though, with a woman who got on at the next stop. Uh, she said opposite me, we talked about everything and nothing. And yes, it did boost my mood. You see, that scenario is kind of easier, isn't it? You know, someone comes onto a train, sits opposite you, doesn't kind of go straight into a book or headphones or something like that, just kind of sitting that's ample opportunity to kind of go, oh, let's just just say something, anything to the person. Um, I chatted the person behind the counter serving me, but not necessarily somebody in the queue. Again, yes, but that's still a stranger, you know, because, you know, I know they're kind of, they're paid to be, you know, there to chat to you, I suppose, or whatever. Um, and that is nice because they do want the chats of people, I'm going to say, people who are, you know, behind counters serving, that kind of stuff. That's ample chat with a stranger situation as well. Glad I spoke to a stranger, says Keen. She's now my best mate. We got chatting in a cinema queue. What is it about the queues? It was an argument about the film we were going to see. Okay, but it struck up a great friendship. I love this from PJ. Yes, I would strike up a conversation with a stranger because after all, a stranger is just a friend, a friend you do not know yet. In the case of Keen, absolutely. Uh, Olive is on as well. I would strike up a conversation if the stranger talked back, I'd keep chatting. That's brilliant. Yeah, I think so. I think a lot of people are, oh, here's one. I would love to strike up a conversation with a stranger, but feel I'd be too nervous, says Jan. Okay, we might need some tips for Jan, for people who regularly chat to strangers. Let us know. 86 658 It depends on the scenario, doesn't it? And a lot about, you know, chatting to a stranger, it's about reading the kind of body language of the person as well and sort of, you know, are they distracted and they're not really paying attention to you are they stuck on their phone that's going to be a bit of an awkward one just to 
randomly start talking to them. But yeah, I hear where you're coming from. 086-1800-658. Do you talk to strangers? In a good way, in a good way. Would you strike up a conversation with a stranger? Let me know. Have you done this recently? I'd also like to know that. 086-1800-658. Oh, that is the sound of the summer right there. Jazzy giving me. And you know what? We are sort of clinging to summer vibes here in LMFM because we are extending... The summer with LMFM Sounds of the Summer Stream. So it's the biggest tunes from your favourite festival stars. You can listen now on the app or go to lmfm.ie. And the Sounds of the Summer is at the Kildare Village. The extraordinary designers, extraordinary experiences, extraordinary prices. You can find it all at Kildare Village. The possibilities are endless. So lmfm.ie for all details on that. Now, how would you like to win €8,000? Yeah. Yep. Next Tuesday's jackpot for LMFM Radio Bingo is €8,000. So make sure you get your book today. Want to say a big congratulations to Paula Matthews. She's in Drogheda. She won €400. Uh, also Pauline Riley from Navin and uh, Joan Griffin from Drumconrath who won €300 each. Also big well done to Patsy McEntee from Kings Court and Bernadette Hobbs from Terminfeck and they won €200 each. So fantastic winning this week on Radio Bingo. You can buy your book today from outlets throughout the North East and remember when you're playing LMFM Radio Bingo you are now supporting a really really worthy cause the Gary Kelly Cancer Support Centre so there's so many outlets throughout the North East selling them make sure you get your book today because it's 8,000 euro next week. Uptown Girls now, this weekend in Karen Ross, that is the place to be because there is a full weekend planned of fundraisers. Really fun events, actually, that's going to be happening. And it's all in aid of the Tommy Riley Rehabilitation Fund. We're going to be finding out more with one of the organisers, John Neary. He's going to join us next. The 11 to 1 show. In February 2022, well-known Kells musician Tommy Riley suffered a horrific car accident which left him with life-changing injuries. It's been a really difficult journey for Tommy. He spent the last 17 months in rehabilitation learning to talk, swallow and eat again. However, he's been making huge strides in his recovery and now friends and family are showing their support for Tommy by setting up the Tommy Riley Rehabilitation Fund. They're hoping to ease the financial burden of his care on his family. And this weekend, a number of great fundraising events have been organised. Joining me now to tell us more is one of the organisers and good friend of Tommy, John Neary. He's on the line. How are you getting on, John? Hello, Sinead. How are you? I, Thanks very much for having us. I'm great. I'm great. Thank you for, for joining us today. It's great no, to have you. No bother, Sinead. No so, bother. So you have a big weekend planned, John. And as we speak, you're getting stuck into all the hard work, setting up for the weekend and all the organisation is in full flow at this stage. We are indeed, um, Sinead. Yeah, we're having... Uh, the big night, uh, Friday night, we're having a Ken and Barbie night. Um, fancy dress is optional. And um, it's uh, donations and there's a raffle on the night for, for that night, for Friday night. Fantastic. And we'll get stuck into talking about all the events in, in a second. But take me back to, f- to February 2022 because life has changed so dramatically for, for Tommy Riley and, and his family. He really has been through such an awful ordeal. Well, he has, uh, Sinead, yes, he was coming home from a gig on um, Valentine's night and um, car accident and is in rehabilitation since. And uh, But look, at he's making he's making great headway. So he is. And uh, 
all is good and the future looks good for them. So um, we're we're only too delighted to get behind uh, this fundraiser and, and uh, make it, as you say, um, a bit lighter on the family. Absolutely. And and you know him years uh, at this stage, uh, John. He used to play quite a bit in, in the pub that you ran back in the day. That's and everything right. Else. That's right, Sinead. Yeah, we, we used to have Tommy every Sunday night and uh, he used to play to a packed house and um, that, yeah, he's, uh, Tommy is a great, he's a great lad. He was a great musician and a uh, great friend to everybody Tommy was, you know. And and I understand as well, not just good at like one instrument, he's quite versatile. He can play a number of different inf- instruments, can't he? Look, Tommy can play anything. Yeah. That'd be, yeah, yeah. You know, you wouldn't break it down to one thing for Tommy. He, Absolutely. He's a fantastic musician, fantastic singer. And um, myself and my wife had a 25 year anniversary re- renewing the vows. And uh, we had Tommy playing. Um, favourite song of ours and uh, he'd done a great job marvellous song we handed it to him about five minutes before he was due to play and <laughs> no uh, he mastered it he mastered it no bother yes, yes, oh, fair yes, play to him and I understand yeah. as well this is what's kind of keeping him going you know there's a lot of people that's uh, obviously turning up to, to chat to him and everything else but also he's yeah. been doing quite a bit of music therapy and stuff like that so he's able to strum the guitar that sort of stuff which is fantastic considering everything he's been through yes uh, Sinead yeah yeah no look at he's he's making great strides and and uh, I, I have no doubt at all. Tommy will Tommy will make it, and he'll he'll get back to us all. And he's you know he is he is great determination. Oh, that's what you need, absolutely. And I believe yeah. he had a real boost as well. He met one of his uh, guitar heroes. Ah, uh, he did, Steve Earle. Yes, amazing. Um, his his uh, brother-in-law's brought him to. Um, uh, so I think it was Vicar Street in Dublin. Though I, I, I'm not sure. I think it was Vicar Street. Yeah. And um, yeah, and uh, Steve Earle came down and. Uh, Spoke to Tommy and that, and sure, like that was that was a great highlight, you know, and uh, great motivation for Tommy to. He told Tommy, like you know, keep keep at it and keep going, you know. So isn't that amazing? Uh, and I, I yeah, believe his brother-in-law had bought the tickets on the hopes that he'd be allowed yes, at that stage. Exactly, to exactly. Yes, yeah, yeah, yeah. And, and it he is, got there and yeah, absolutely, the, yeah. And it's a testament, isn't it, to, to his own uh, determination oh, and strength well, in, in and getting back yeah, to himself. Yeah, Absolutely. Yeah, he's yeah, he's yeah, amazing. Ab- yeah, amazing. Amazing chap. Yeah, after all, uh, going through, you know. Absolutely. And it, ha- it has to be so tough as, as well and his family and everybody watching him going through this. But you is, and a yeah. lot of people uh, from the community in Karen Ross and beyond, you've decided yeah. to do something to, to support Tommy through this. So tell us. So I'm very intrigued because there's, you know, Barbie core is really ongoing at the moment still, <laughs> even after the film, you know. So tell me about this now. Friday night. I mean, look, you know, Barbie and Ken night. It's a great idea. Yes, yeah, yeah. It was actually um, the brain brainwave of um, Carol Morris, which would be um, married to uh, an uncle of um, Anne Marie's, my missus, and uh, she came up with the idea. We were down in Cairnwell. Um, we were sitting chatting to uh, Tommy's mam, and Carol came up with the idea. Why don't we do a Ken and Barbie night? Love it. And I just looked at her and laughed, <laughs> as I do, and, and I said, "Yeah, right." And so then um, I mentioned it to a daughter of mine, Chantel, and Asha, within a few minutes, she had it up on Facebook and we're holding a Ken and Barbie night in Canaros. Oh, I love was, it. Now yeah, you have to tell yeah. me, what costume are you going for, John? You better be dressing up as Ken yeah. now, John. 
No, you might just go the opposite notion. Is you oh, never know. Oh, <laughs> it's a surprise. It's, it's a surprise. It's oh, yes, fantastic! Yes, Absolutely. So yes, you won't yes, be able yes, to move yes. in the Karen and Russell well, on Friday night because there'll be that many Kens <laughs> and Barbies going well, on. Well, we're hoping. We're hoping. Now. Yeah, Asher, look at you know it's all for a bit of crack and it's all for a good cause and that's yes, it. You know, so that's look it. At, yeah. So you've yeah, that on yeah. the Friday night, but that doesn't stop there because you have a full weekend planned. Tell us what's we, happening for the rest of the we weekend. We have indeed. Now Saturday night we have a band called Who's Eddie. Oh and, yeah. Um, there's um, a charge on the door for that. It's a uh, 10 euro um, admission. And we're going to have donation boxes and um, raffle on the night as well. And then on Sunday, then we have the big day, uh, which is um, Drive and Jive for Tommy. And uh, it's, uh, we're going to have a tractor run, which is open to all tractors and all cars and all vintage cars and tractors and every kind of machinery you can find. Come along to Canaros and register on the day. So that's happening at about 12, the registration on the 12 Sunday. for registration, um, Sinead, yes. And then um, we have a tug of war. Oh, which listen, is about, uh, that's three going to be so exciting. <laughs> now, that's going yeah, to be really have, exciting. Competitive yeah, people need only yeah, apply for that one. Yes, <laughs> yes, yeah, 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 yeah. Well, we have a... We have a few. We have a few good lads coming to Paul Tug of War. Oh, I'd uh, say so. Yeah, absolutely. Yes, yes, strong, yeah, yeah, yeah. strong we're, men we're down there in for, We're still looking. We're still looking for more more lads to team up. You know, of any pub or uh, football team or anything wants to put in uh, a team, um, more than welcome. Oh, arrive fantastic. on the date. Yep. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I believe and, as well, uh, Tommy's mother Eileen has a big connection to Karen Ross, doesn't she? Yeah, Tommy's mum worked. Uh, she was the principal in uh, Canaros National School, I think, from about the early 70s. I'm not so sure on that, but I think um, it was the early 70s when she arrived in, in Canaros. And um, we have uh, Tommy, uh, Tommy's dad is Tom as well. Mm-hmm. And uh, Lord Mercy on Tom, he passed on. And um, he had a Volvo car, a 144 Volvo. And oh. it was restored and it's ready to go. Um, Tommy's uh, cousin, Pat Farley from Mahonstown, he um, got it going last weekend and there was great, there was great excitement. And uh, that's so um, Patrick is going to do a chauffeur for uh, Eileen. Oh, fantastic. And Eileen is going to lead out the parade on um, Sunday. Oh, that's going to be oh, really nice yeah. to have her such yes, front yes. and centre and part of all this. That's Absolutely right, brilliant. Yeah. And, um, his sister, actually, and uh, another cousin, Bridget Farley, as well, is uh, going to lead out the parade in the in the Volvo 144. Oh, that'll be a great sight, absolutely. And yeah. if people are unable to attend any of the events, but maybe they still want to donate and support Tommy and the family, is there a way of doing that? There, there is indeed. If they, they can revolute um, Anne-Marie Neary, mm-hmm. and uh, we can give them a number there if the, yeah. anyone wants a number. And um, um, they can call me, they can donate, I can... I'll go and pick up donations. Don't don't be afraid of that. Yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah. <laughs> oh, Anything yeah. and everything. All every little, little amount thing, is welcome. Every little thing will help. Yes. Yes. Of course. Of course. So, Absolutely. Yeah. And we have that phone number. I'll give that out as well for for the revenue. But look at I, I let you go, John, because you're so busy there now, and you've lots well, to, to to be doing yeah, this well, weekend. Look, you know, I have to get my hair done and everything. You have to get so, the hair done. You, know, you have to get yeah, Barbie oh, yeah, ready. Oh, yeah. I'm telling you. Yes. Yes. Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. Well, uh, listen, thank you so yeah, much, John, yeah, and thank you so much uh, for, for yeah. everything that you're doing for, for Tommy, no doubt, no, himself no and the family. So, so appreciated. Yeah. Uh, and the best yeah. of luck with everything yeah. at the weekend. 
Yeah, no bother, Sinead. Thank you. I'll give you a bell next week and let you know how it went on. Oh, do, do. And you're more than welcome. You're more than welcome. Oh, listen, to call you know, you said, you said yeah. the, the magic word, Barbie and Ken yeah. Knight. You yeah. never know. <laughs> Yes, yes, yeah, yeah. No, no, we'll be, we'll be looking out for you. Thanks no a million, John. All right, John Neary there. Thank you so much. Uh, if you'd like, by the way, to just donate, if you're not able to attend uh, any of those events, um, you can ring uh, this number. It's 87 So that's 87 087- Oh five seven two three seven six, and we'll keep it here if anyone wants to donate. But everything starts on Friday night at nine pm in Carneros Inn, and it's the Barbie and Ken night. Oh, the eleven to one show. Going back to this day in 1973 now. LMFM Northeast Update with Senator Windows. Senator Windows products will help you create a secure, comfortable, energy efficient home you're proud of. Call 0818 777 Yes, and the world of art on this day in 1973, Jackson Pollock's painting Blue Poles sold for two million. So back then as well, quite a lot of money. And today is World Alzheimer's Day. Millions of families struggle with challenges due to Alzheimer's. Alzheimer's disease. The world lights up purple on World Alzheimer's Day, a day dedicated to raising awareness about Alzheimer's disease and dementia. Every three seconds, someone in the world develops this according to Alzheimer's Disease International. So because of this, organisations around the world come together on this day to support people going through this. LMFM Northeast Update with Senator Windows. Creating the perfect home is a journey. Let us guide you. Visit our Drogheda, Dundalk and new Navin showrooms. Discover more at senatorwindows.ie. Brian Kennedy, better man on LMFM's 11 to 1. Now news at 12 is approaching, but after that, season two of a hit TV series is being filmed in the local area and a heartwarming play featuring three generations of women is coming to the Dread Arts Centre. The 11 to 1 show. Season two of an award-winning drama took place not too far away from here. I'm going to give you all the details of that right after Bruno Mars. Bruno Mars, when I was your man, LMFM's 11 to 1, Sinead Brazel here. Hope you're keeping well if you're just joining us. Now, I just want to do a special request for Nora and Tommy Bradley there from St. Alphonsus Road in Dundalk. Big congratulations to them. 60 years of marriage. Oh my goodness me. That's coming in with lots of love from your four boys. My God, 60 years of marriage. That is incredible. And I'm wishing you a very, very happy anniversary and hope those four boys are spoiling you today. Now, very exciting news for fans of this series. You'll recognise the song. Who by water Yes, it is the iconic theme song at this stage of Bad Sisters. And I've just discovered, right, so season two, which we are all eagerly anticipating, okay, it is uh, filming has taken place and in Ireland, which is brilliant and a very popular beach car park was closed to the public, okay, because uh, the show was in filming process. So apparently Fingal County Council confirmed that the car park in Donabate, not that far away from us, was closed in order for the, uh, the show to film. So the public were not allowed in yesterday, won't be allowed in again today. That's because the show's cast and crew are knocking about the Donabate area, which is brilliant. So if you've spotted the guys... Do let us know here as well on 086 1800 658 because um, 
Oh, listen, I just was such, such a fan of this show. I'm really, really looking forward to when it comes back. Now, it's going to be 2024, I would imagine, if they're still only filming at this stage. But, um... If you haven't seen this, right, it's the Apple TV Plus show. It tells the story of a group of sisters who vow to protect each other no matter what following the deaths of their parents. And uh, basically what happens is um, the in the in the story, the one of the sisters' husband uh, ends up dead at the start and you're kind of, it's like a whodunit, but there's, it's so much more than that. It's so twisty and turny and it goes back and forward through time and through the different character storylines. It is brilliant. And of course, we have another little local connection to that because it stars and is written by Sharon Horgan from Bellewstown. So, um, and as well as that, uh, there's lots to look forward to for the cast and crew because they're up for IFTAs and awards coming up very, very shortly as well. So very, very exciting. But it is filming. The cast and crew are knocking around the Donabate area. There you go. Very exciting altogether. Now let's see what else is happening in the world of celebrity. The Buzz on LMFM. Keep up to date with all the latest news and gossip on the LMFM app. Hi, I'm Max. Maneskeen frontman Damiano has explained his dynamic performance style as the band prepares for its first North American arena tour starting this week. I think that what's most important for uh, a frontman, especially um, like me that doesn't play any instrument, I think that uh, being versatile, it's the most important part so that's why in our music I'm sometimes I'm singing sometimes I'm screaming sometimes I'm like kind of rapping and sometimes I'm whispering because I think that with our voice and with our body we can do a very very huge amount of, of things Ticketmaster is under fire for being behind schedule. Many fans have not yet received a pre-sale code for Olivia Rodrigo's Guts World Tour. George Clooney has backed striking Hollywood actors and writers while addressing the Digital X conference in Germany. Here's what he said. Listen, no one wants to hear me talk about being unfair. I, I'm a very, I've had a very lucky career. But our industry is 160,000 actors, for instance. And they're struggling to make a living just to, to eat. So, and, and they weren't, and many of them were making a very decent living before doing the exact same job. So it's right to stand up. I think we're going to get through this soon. My hope is, I feel as if everybody understands that it's time to get on with it. But we're all in support of, uh, of uh, a decent and fair wage. That's The Buzz. I'm Max. The Buzz on LMFM. Keep up to date with all the latest news and gossip on the LMFM app. God, those strikes are going on an awful long time. It's not like they haven't, you know, gone on strike before, but I really feel like this probably is the longest that they've been on strike with regards to this. I really hope it's resolved soon. We want to be seeing movies. We do. Absolutely. Back to the music now. Here's Blondie on 11 to 1. There's Blondie one way or another. One year can bring extraordinary change. Just ask Amber, Lorraine and Kay. They are three generations of North Dublin women who find themselves suddenly facing the unexpected. This is the genesis of a plot for a fantastic, a gem of a film, that our gem of a play, I should say, that a lot of people are calling this. Little Gem, it's called. It's going to be performed in Drahid Arts Centre from the 28th to the 30th of September. We're going to meet the director of it next. Oh, the 11 to 1 show. 
Described as hilarious and poignant, Irish playwright Elaine Murphy's renowned play Little Gem is coming to Drogheda next weekend. So it focuses on three generations of North Dublin women who find themselves suddenly facing the unexpected. It's a heartwarming play that explores the intricacies of love, family and resilience. Joining me now to tell us more is director Genevieve Noon. She's on the line. Good afternoon, Genevieve. How are you? Hi Sinead, good to talk to you. Great to have you on the show. Now, what a thrill to have three generations of women and their stories centre stage in a play. I mean, you don't see this very often now, do you? No, you really don't. And it's so amazing. Like to say I'm passionate about Little Gem will be an understatement. (laughs) There's just, it's so captivating for the audience to watch. The three characters are so relatable. And it is, as you said, very rare to see three generations of women being um, getting their opportunity to shine on stage and Elaine Murphy just makes it so effortless that she winds in the challenges of life into something that's relatable for everybody it's fantastic oh yeah it it really is I've heard so much about this now Uh, but what was it like how did you kind of how did the play enter sort of your stratosphere as such what what drew you to it initially I suppose mostly because I wanted something with real depth that would Mm. appeal to a large audience, but actually gives a chance for the ordinary everyday woman to tell their story in such an entertaining way. Um, in theatre, quite often, there are very little roles for women. Yeah. And sometimes we're then, there's a lot of typecasting with the young character, the middle-aged character and the older character, where I just feel little gem with the three generations of women. They're all so independent. They're so full of life. It's a real honest and raw view into what's going on in their lives. So I just think it's fantastic and that should be celebrated. And Elaine, as a fantastic Irish playwright, deserves for this to be shown in so many theatres. Oh, she really does. And I, I saw a video actually of her. Um, it was I think it was part of theatre at home during, during lockdown and she was chatting about this. And kind of like you say there, it very much mirrors her own situation, you know, as an actress going and auditioning and, and not getting roles. But she actually went to an audition with a portion of this play and they were like, OK, we don't want you for the part, but what's this play? And she was able to say yeah. that it was hers. But it was born out of that frustration of, you know, not great meaty roles for women and also not kind of the everyday people that you see because she wanted to very much represent uh, people where she's from in terms of uh, North Dublin. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. And it's just everybody in life face challenges no matter what age we are. So it is lovely that we get to see it from the ordinary person's perspective, how they navigate those challenges and still mind a family go to work, decide what will happen next. And for each of the characters, there's something always evolving for them as they meet different crises in their lives. So it is very refreshing that we can all relate to those characters because we're all living those lives that face challenges and we're all part of families. So it's very relatable and honest. And, you know, it's hilarious the way she manages to put in some very deep topics um, and the challenges they do face in just such an honest, everyday way and presented on stage. It's, it's really phenomenal what she's managed to do. And in terms of the plot then, so we've kind of loosely, because we don't want to give up too much of it, but just to kind of flesh it out a little bit for people. So as we say, it's, it's the three generations of, of women, Amber, Lorraine and Kay, and they're sort of facing different kind of unexpected things. Would that be the, the right description of this? Absolutely. They're sort of facing age-appropriate challenges. Amber is 19, full of life, thinks she can take on the world. 
And then we see her vulnerable side and the naivety and the lack of life experience sometimes that, that comes with younger people. And Lorraine, as she's hitting middle age, life is catching up with her. She thought she had a, clearly identified herself in one role and now it's all unravelling a little bit. She has a bit of an emotional meltdown at work and she then bravely takes changes in her life. And Kay, the grandmother, is, well, she's hilarious and she has lovely life experience and lovely wisdom to pass on. But she's also facing a new part of her life. She has a very loving relationship with her husband, but it, it's changing and she's feeling a little bit lost herself. So they all support each other but and lean on each other in mm. different ways, but encourage each other's independence. So they all find their own way to navigate the the challenges that come across that okay. come, they come across yeah and, and are you presenting this in in a similar way to the way it would have been presented initially like it's kind of um the character is monologue as such to the audience is that very much how you're presenting it it is yeah okay yeah, very much and i'm very fortunate that my cast are fearless women themselves because to do a monologue play yes, you're very vulnerable as an actor and you really, they really want to do the play justice and do the characters justice. So I'm very grateful that they trust me um, and that they are so talented that they are willing to accept that challenge and do a monologue play. Yeah, because it, it, not only is it a huge amount of lines to learn, as you say, you're very much, you know, centre stage in the spotlight. There's obviously a little interaction with each other, but a lot of it, the bulk of it is this this monologue idea of them telling their own stories as such. So tell us about your cast, because you have a very talented cast for this. Oh, they're fantastic. They're fantastic. And not only are they giving up their time to put so much energy and talent into this, they're also women navigating their own lives and their own nine-to-five jobs. Mm. So I'm very proud and grateful to them. So Aoife Duffy is playing our part of Amber. Uh, Gay Lloyd is the grandmother Kay. And my own cousin Lizzie Noon is playing the mother Lorraine. Um, yeah, so, and they're just, the way they have fallen in love with their characters and the way they represent them on stage. I'm like, I'm so excited to see when it's for opening night to see them shine they're fantastic and as a director I'm always intrigued about opening night for a director because I often ask actors about this you know in terms of what goes on and their feeling and all that sort of stuff but for a director it's equally as, as thrilling and, and nerve wracking what does be going through your head now on opening night oh contemplating all sorts of life choices when it's going up <laughs> to an opening night <laughs> um, look mostly I'm excited yeah um, but no, it's very nerve-wracking and it's very brave to put anything on. So though this is a fantastic play written by a superb Irish playwright with a very talented cast, you are still really putting it out there to the world and hoping that you're going to get the local support and people are actually going to come along because a play is nothing without an audience also. Well, this so is the thing, it, absolutely. And I have to say, uh, from experience, definitely the audience around here are just, uh, particularly when it comes to, you know, seeing local uh, people in productions as well, like this, they're very, very supportive. And, you know, although, you know, the arts industry had such a knock in COVID, I have to say that audiences are fantastic for, for coming out and supporting. And like you say, it's it's local, it's people that they're going to maybe know and it's, it's, it's in their local area. You know, not all the good theatre has to be in Dublin, you know what I'm saying? Absolutely not. No, when we have so much local talent and literally no production is anything without an audience. 
Um, I have to say I'm very grateful to the support we've received so far um, and even a local artist, Cormac Pearl, has very kindly allowed us to use one of his original songs oh, in the play for a very poignant moment and that is really encouraging for everybody when you are putting a production together to know that people are getting behind you and obviously that guaranteed a great night out now but um, <laughs> the support is phenomenal. It really is and as you mentioned there, there are big issues in focus but there's going to be like, people are going to laugh, like this is going to really lift people up, we need that sort of stuff, don't we? We need something that's going to leave us walking out of the theatre uplifted. You will feel uplifted and yet again, Elaine has just managed to bring in such very deep topics um, that a lot of us experience, you know, addiction, cancer, there's a lot of things that go into it but it isn't a play about any of those things yeah. in particular. Um, it is very uplifting I feel a great sense of you know, we are all in everything together and we do all rely on each other and we are very strong as humans. So and there are definitely a good few laugh out loud moments. Fantastic. And just to like kind of, you know, just because women are front and centre and it's female sort of narrative, this not, don't be putting the men off this now at all. Oh, like, no. Men, come along to this as well. Yeah. This is for everyone. No, it's I'm not just a female there's, story. Yeah. Yeah. There's a good few men going to be in the audience. It, absolutely. It is fantastic to see the women shining on stage, but it is a story for everyone. I just feel everyone over the age of 18 should have some stage to see Little Gem because oh. it's such an insight into life. It's so heartwarming. And it is genuinely lovely to see all the age groups represented as strong and interesting. Oh, that, you know, it's definitely, it's definitely for everyone. Oh, that's, uh, that's a really uh, great way of putting it, absolutely. So running in Druid Arts Centre next week, 28th to the 30th of September, druid.com for pl- uh, people to get tickets. Well, look, I'll, 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 I'll be looking forward to it myself and best of luck with the rest of the rehearsals for the next week or so. Fantastic, Sinead. Thank you so much. Thanks so much for joining us. Genevieve Noon there. The play is called Little Gem. Druid Arts Centre, 28th to the 30th of September. Druid.com for details. The 11 to 1 show. Nice throwback from Top Loader on the way for you. But just to remind you that Premier League Live continues every Saturday and this is all in association with Harvey Norman. So you can check out exclusive Premier League games every Saturday on Premier League Live with Trevor Welch on the LMFM app. And this is powered by Talk Sport. So this Saturday's fixtures are three o'clock Manchester City versus Nottingham Forest. Also at half five, Brentford versus Everton and at eight o'clock Burnley versus Man United. So that's Premier League Live with Harvey Norman, your home of the big screen. You can download the LMFM app now. Love that song. Love the video for it as well. It's like a big party vibe in a house. Top loader, dancing in the moonlight. More throwbacks like that with Eddie Caffrey on the cruise at half past three every single day. Now it's time for this. LMFM Job Search with Local Heroes backed by Bordgosh Energy replace your old inefficient gas boiler with Local Heroes visit localheroes.ie Barawadi Motors requires a full or part-time motor mechanic in the screen Tara area for all models of cars commercial vehicles and jeeps to apply please email John it's Tara at gmail.com a busy potato farm in Meath requires seasonal tractor drivers slash yard hand experience and advantage, but it's not compulsory. To apply, please call 086 1641 463. That's 086 164 1463. Don't forget all the details of those jobs can be found on our local job section on lmfm.ie. 
LMFM Job Search with Local Heroes, backed by Gosh Energy. For gas boilers, heat pumps and electric vehicle charge point installation, visit localheroes.ie. Ella Henderson, React on LMFM's 11 to 1. Now on a Thursday, we like to talk telly and today a quiz show, a whole lot of baking and David Beckham. We're going to be discussing all of that after these. The 11 to 1 show. We have Baz, Bake Off and Beckham today in our TV because first up, Baz Ashmawi has teased his new RTE quiz show on social media very recently. So the popular DIY SOS host is returning to our screens uh, for the money list. So this is a brand new quiz and uh, he is very, very excited about this. It was announced at the the season launch back in August and it's going to see bright and bubbly characters in a battle to win big money. And uh, he says it's not long now the money list is coming soon Sunday nights at RTE1 and I really think that Baz is the perfect guy to front a, a TV sh- series like this he's just he's so down to earth isn't he he's such, and he's charismatic and lovely 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 guy so um, I'd say that uh, that's going to be absolutely brilliant so it's going to be the money list and hopefully it'll be on TV very very soon now moving then to Bake Off because um This show, as we know, so, so exciting. Every single series. But the Bake Off is going to be returning next week, Tuesday, September 26th, with a brand new group of bakers and a new presenter because Alison Hammond, who I adore, she is going to be taking over from comedian Matt Lucas. So that's going to be happening next week. And uh, already, even though the show hasn't started, they're already making history because this year's cast features the first ever deaf contestant. So we have um, Tasha Stones. She's one of the 12 bakers and um she also has a participation officer uh, accompanying her uh, as well as someone from the British Sign Language um, uh, Association as well. So they're going to be interpreting as well for, for us. But she says um, she, being part of the show was the most incredible experience and she praised her interpreter as well for being so supportive. So Bake Off returning Channel 4 Tuesday, September 26th. Now, another one that people are going to be very, very excited about is um, that Netflix have just released the trailer for the upcoming documentary series about David Beckham and just titled Beckham it's going to be on arriving on, on our services next month and it's going to give us the inside story of a global football star and cultural icon, icon. here's a little taster of the trailer for you tonight we bring you the story of how David Beckham became a global phenomenon I never really did well at school because all I ever wanted to do was play football. My manager kept saying, try and keep it under wraps. So we would meet in car parks and that's not as CD as it sounds. Classy. I suppose that most blokes have looked at the television so like, uh, you'd end up with them. My life had become something different. We were worried that he'd lose all what it worked for. Apologies there for the language. Wasn't expecting the language to come out of there. But there you go. David Beckham, it's a four part uh, series and it's going to really trace, you know, his humble working class beginnings in East London and his drive and determination to win and also the battle to find balance between ambition, love and family. So it's kind of a story of ups and downs. It takes you on a roller coaster and builds a surprising personal and definitive story. Because like, look, to be 
be fair, you know, I think a lot of people have different opinions on, you know, who David Beckham is and, and what he is and all this sort of stuff. But I think we're going to get really uh, a big bit more of an insight into the man himself. And uh, there's looking from the trailer here, there's a lot of emotion going into this. You know, he's and, and Posh Spice is speaking quite a bit as well. Um, and also there's lots of like, you know, shots of them in cars with the paparazzi following them and all of that stress and strain and everything else that would have um, come hand in hand with, I suppose, the fame. So it's going to be landing on Netflix on October 4th and they are my top TV picks for you. There's a script with superheroes finishing out our show. Before we go, don't forget tomorrow on the show, it is all the Friday fun that we love. So Fionn will be back with another Friday Floor Filler song. I already know what it is and it's a great throwback. You're going to love that now for tomorrow. And also Niall O'Brien will be here talking films and he'll have cinema passes up for grabs as well. But that is my lot for today. Thank you so much for your company and I'll chat to you again tomorrow. Listen back to the 11 to 1 show podcast on lmfm.ie or the LMFM app with Gilmore's Mercedes-Benz Kingscourt. Choose from our huge selection of used Mercedes-Benz vehicles. Gilmore's Mercedes-Benz Kingscourt, the best in motoring here for you. L-M-F-M. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com pack for free shipping and 365-day returns.